I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. My girl ain't bad. She more like evil when I'm looking in the mirror. How flies this Negro? She's on Hollywood and Vine. Thinking that she's Hollywood on Vine. Making moves on the friends on the time. Showing off her ass when that's a net twerk. But I saw through it like a wet shirt. Dry slogan, you might swerve off, bitch. Still heat and it ain't so soft, bitch. Put shrooms in my roommate's coffee and got more likes than a white girl talking. Okay. Hey, welcome to the Black Girl, the Black Out Tips podcast. Uh, and the Black Girl Who Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod, and I'm joined by Karen. Uh, and it's, uh, was Saturday? Mm-hmm. Which means it's feedback time. Yes, it is. So it's time to get back, um, to all the people who donate to the show, who write in, who leave five star reviews, do all that great stuff that helps the show out tremendously. Uh, more than you guys could ever know. Um, it's your show. So, uh, of course, the official weapon of the show is the taser and unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme let's go to those emails and talk about the people that donated to the show whether it was one time whether it's recurring whether whatever we just appreciate y'all giving money to the show because like i said it's what keeps the pirate ship afloat Mm -hmm. so we want to give you guys a special shout out terry w thank you so much for your recurring donation we appreciate you damian jackson i am for real thank you so much damian craig r uh, we appreciate you, Craig. Appreciate it. Uh, I heard you got fired on your day off of stealing boxes. Um, oh Lord, poor thing. Antonio A hit us with a return, with a one-time donation. Thank you so much, Antonio. Appreciate you looking out for us. Yeah, thank you. Roger knows about getting fired on his day off. Mm-hmm. I do. And I, they didn't get me on camera. Uh, <laughs> they sure didn't. Mike, uh, Irvin, playmaker. We appreciate your, uh, donation. Uh, Eric M, uh, from, uh, uh this is a, um, I never noticed this before, I don't think, but, uh, he is a FSU Bronco. So thanks, Eric. Attitude check, you, sir. Bronco pride. Uh, Joy M hit us with the one time donation. Thank you so much, Joy. Appreciate you. Uh, Mr. Span of the Span Report hit us with a recurring donation. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, Chastity H, she, she actually left a message on our Facebook page and said, I didn't pay my bills, but I made sure to pay you guys this month. And I said, thank you so much, but you know. Uh, keep your lights on this is fine i don't want anybody missing a meal but uh we appreciate y'all you you can hook us up when the lights come back on yeah i don't i don't want you to be like hey hey rod i need to move in for like a week man uh you know (laughs) duke power tripping uh jessica kang of the librarians hooked us up official vegetarian of the show Mm -hmm. winnie a started her first uh recurring donation thank you so much winnie uh for that wonder years (laughs) yep mm -hmm, that was her marvin b yes Marvin B. Mm-hmm. Here's the current donation. Marcus Clark, Mr. Marcus Clark, um, you know, I've seen your videos. Uh, just try to stay tested, okay? We don't want anybody getting anything, uh, working with you, okay? Mr. Marcus, thank you. Oh, Lord. Um, thank you so much, uh, people that gave to the show. We appreciate it. Um, of course, we have a lot of stuff on here, Karen. We have, um, let's see uh comments on the show we have reviews on itunes and stitcher five star reviews will be read on the show let's do reviews please let's do reviews well let's start with itunes karen you tell them how to give a uh, uh how to leave a five star review on itunes to leave a five star review on itunes go to any apple device and type and go to your itunes and at itunes tap in the black guy who tips and up in the left hand corner it's just say leave a review leave us five star reviews and leave us a comment we see your stars if you leave stars but we would love to do a review we know as many
many, many of you out there that have been listening for a long time that have never left us a review. We see you. We know you out there. It doesn't take long, and it's absolutely positively free. If you're like, well, I don't have money to support them like I want to, or, or I can't afford it at this period of time, it is a way to spread the word about us for free. Yep. Thank you so much. It all takes a little bit of time. Uh, let's see. The last show we did was February the twenty fifth. So let's February, look at all the you know skip the whole we January the twenty fifth. I about to say, woo, we done already bleed through Black History Month. Boy, I, I like I like your Black History Month. Nothing <laughs> happened. Uh, Shawnee Boy says, "Good listening, five stars. Great podcast. Even though I'm just a newbie listener, three months. Isn't that crazy? Three months is now a newbie." Like, you only been listening three months. That's it, nigga. Step your game up, right? <laughs> Rod and Karen, you guys helped me get through this night shift dealing with these white devils. I can't. That's serious. Uh, is he a five percent or something? Dealing with these white devils. Out here on this nine to five. <laughs> uh, I got a kick. I get a kick out of the Beyonce think pieces and the way Karen says the word literally. You guys keep up the good work and i will become a paying member once i get this promotion pray for me all right shawnee boy i hope you get that promotion dog me too and thank you i'm glad we can help you on that night shift quality just quality says chris caswell five stars obviously here's a podcast we could all benefit from rod and karen understand and employ nuance this is good it affords them the ability to, to dissect and set the right set right the silly sensationalistic headlines and stories in the media today <laughs> that, I feel like he's talking about another podcast because I feel like we are pretty silly and sensationalistic. Oh, very. But uh, thank you, I appreciate. It. So, sometimes people do writers and I'm like, well, I appreciate your ability to see the bo- see both, both sides. sides of the issue. I'm like, yeah. I don't really like. It's not like I'm trying. Mm-mm. Like I don't sit down and go, now what's both sides? Like I, normally I just look yeah. at something. I'm like, okay, this is why yeah. both both of these people are bullshit. Yeah, or either they'll be like, you know what? I listen to you for the news and the sort of wretchedness. You like word? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they also provide an excellent service to the world with their constant and unwavering commitment to warn people about Florida. Mm-hmm. Oh, Florida. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, we love chill, and chill is in Florida, but yes, oh, Florida. Despite the fact that they defend Kanye way too much, I would definitely. <laughs> I love Mr. Kanye West. I would definitely recommend this podcast to anyone who isn't approved. I love you guys. You too, Chris. I love you too. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know that I defend Kanye uh, necessarily. I just. Uh, it's that nuance that we were talking about. I understand that he, I understand his point that he's trying to make. Yes, a lot it of doesn't just, make him not an asshole. Ain't that the truth? A lot of people just dismiss him because they don't like him, but right. he's, he is speaking truth. But a lot of people want to say "fuck your truth" because it's coming out of your mouth. Right? Yeah, I ain't really saying he's. A, I wouldn't let him in my house. I, I've said this uh, at least twenty times on the show. No. I would not let him in my house. Killing it, five stars. A notorious PYT. I listen to a lot of podcasts. The Blackout Tips is at the top of the list. Hilarious, informative, and thoughtful. The conversation is intelligent, socially inclusive, and just sometimes Negroes acting a fool. Excellent listening. Thank you, Notorious PYT. Thank you. And he got Negroes on now? Mm-hmm. He's, Negroes is not offensive. Okay, it's nigger. Probably. Okay. Or nigger. Or, yeah. Great show. Five exclamation points. Five stars from fat by Fat Trigger. Great show. Very funny host and great guest. Thank you. That one means a lot to me because Fat Trigger once left us like a one star review for like no reason. And he still was retweeting the show and listening and asking me questions on Twitter. And I, in the back of my mind, like, but you left us like a one star review. Like, what is that? Bet you that was a mistake. He was like, my bad, my bad. I'm, I'm well, he, he said that the show had been better lately. 
and i said well leave us a five-star review nigga you still owe me my stars yeah thank you, know? you for the extra three stars i gotta get this source and get my other half of my because the southern cadillac player listing was a classic right it uh, was player, whatever um y'all know what i'm talking about uh stars five stars by blue pond says you get a star you get a star you get a star everybody gets a star Thank you, Blue Pond. Yes, thank you. Appreciate your five stars. And we appreciate you putting in on this. Um, Like I said, a lot of people, you know, you'd be surprised how many people listen to the show. Thousands at this point and have never left us a five-star review yeah, it only takes literally guys it only takes a few minutes and before i forget if you do not have an apple device you was like hey i got a blackberry i got a galaxy i got something other than an, an apple device go to itunes.com create an account it does not take long at all and we can still get your five stars i yeah. thank you in advance we appreciate y'all. And if you're in another country, let us know. Yes, if you're in another country, this includes Canada and mm-hmm. Mexico. We don't get it. So let us know if you are outside of the continental 50 United States, and we will go find you no matter where in the world you are. Uh, and put that is, and that's if they allow you to leave a review, because in some countries they like, mm, we cutting off all comments. Uh, we got two five star reviews on, on, uh, Stitcher. Love your show by Creelin, five stars, six days ago. Had to give a review to got my five star to English to dictionary. Really wish you guys would review old anime series, Cowboy Bebop or movies, Akira. Uh, well, we talk about stuff like that on a nerd off sometimes, but we haven't really reviewed them because it's just, it seems kind of old. Although we might do like an attack on Titan review soon. We got some mm-hmm. new shows coming out, uh, dedicated to reviewing stuff. And yeah. that's definitely on the, I, I hadn't even been thinking about anime, but that one I would definitely yeah. add to the list. Probably yeah. sort art online too. Yeah. And, and I, and I need to watch that one. And, um, yeah, we're big anime fans. So yeah, it's one of those things where, uh, if we, if we do do something like that, we could either add it to, um, what is it? The movie review? Cause those mm-hmm. are like actually movie movies. Or what do you mean movies? What are movies? Uh, aren't those like movies? Like, like even though they're animated, like anime movies. Nah, they're TV shows. They're they have episodes. There's you know twenty some episodes of Attack on Titan. There's oh okay, okay. That, 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 but some of the shows that he was talking about are actually physically movies. Uh, Akira is a movie. Cowboy yeah. Bebop was a series. Yeah, that was a series. Samurai Shampoo, you know stuff like that. I'm guessing. I, okay. I mean, I wouldn't really know how where to begin to review some of those because they're so old and I, it's almost like you should already know about those. But that's if maybe some of the current stuff that I'm watching we can slide in a review or two uh for the premium people um beige guy who laughs, <laughs> i like that name says five stars funny funny and fun a fun well-rounded show with two hosts with a great rapport thank you very much beige guy who laughs uh that's a great uh also that's a great name um all right so we got the site we got emails voicemails what do you want to do let's do site all right last week we uh had some issues with the comment section i fixed it but i did an update on wordpress or some shit and it just was like no more comments nigga um <laughs> so i changed the comments all to discuss um on the website now so uh you guys should it should be easier to use i believe okay. um let me know if people have any problems but what is the upgrades to, when you upgrade it's like Mm-mm. you know that comment thing i'm resetting and kicking everybody off yeah uh so we had a uh episode 
627 terry died for this show mm-hmm. where uh it's just a feedback episode uh where somebody left a voicemail for terry about his health care and um mm-hmm. that's the message he never got yeah that was definitely the wrong number so good luck terry uh and uh the it was a uh, not a lot of no comments we just had a uh the poll the poll was do you think lewis from cali is sane or insane because lewis he makes some pretty eccentric points when he calls in uh, he wanted us to dilute the race a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I forget what his point was this time, but I remember thinking like, that's a little crazy. So we just had a poll. Like, what do other people think? Maybe it's just me and Karen and we're tripping. 78% of people think Lewis is insane and 22% of people think he is sane. So the good news is a fifth of the audience thinks there's nothing wrong with you, Lewis. Okay. So, you know, let's look at it on the bright side. Uh, but most of the audience doesn't think something's wrong with you. Um, we had an episode with, uh, Brandy on, um, she came in, we discussed yoga and getting laid off and all this stuff. Um, she was, uh, uh, you know, cool guest, really enjoyed having her on. The chat room was all in love with her and stuff. Mm-hmm. Very um, pretty. We just had a poll that was, uh, bust dust, which is uh deodorant for your breast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't care. Great idea. Terrible idea. And this is pretty even. 42% of people don't care about bus dust, which makes sense. Cause I figure a lot of men don't care. <laughs> That's true. Like most They're of like, them. They're like sweaty, not, I don't care. It's titties. Right. The titty sweat taste has its own taste anyway. It does. Uh, and, and honestly, you know, most people don't care, Mm-mm. uh, you know, about, uh, like it makes sense that a lot of people wouldn't care cause they're men. And, you know, a lot of women do beauty stuff that men don't give a fuck about. They just, they do it for themselves or something. I don't know, but. That's true. A lot, dudes, a lot of dudes yeah. don't give a fuck about stockings. You know, yeah. I gotta wear stockings. You're like, the fuck it. You got legs, don't you? Right. <laughs> we only know this when something's fucked up anyway. Great idea. 33% of people think it's a great idea. And terrible idea. 24% of people think, uh, titty deodorant is a bad idea. I'm kind of surprised by you guys. I, I thought you would have been a little bit more open-minded. I think titty deodorant could have some pretty good uh uses but yeah, a lot of people do do it it's called baby powder right or tussie put some tussie on them titties tussie titty tussie that's what i like <laughs> to call tussie. it uh episode 629 business man we had jaquetta from hey you know it and regular black women podcast mm-hmm. and we talked about a bunch of stuff going to get my local business license for me and karen and uh, that adventure the grammys and macklemore mm-hmm. so the poll was are you upset that macklemore texted kendrick lamar yes what a douche move no it was classy 57 percent of people think it was a bad move he shouldn't have texted him i don't 43 percent of people think it was classy i do i'm more on the classy side um yeah because a lot of people just don't like that he publicized that he did it but it's like if you didn't know he did it then then what's the point yeah and i know a lot of people it's like well he didn't say it on stage it was one of the things where those I think some of those people that had a problem regardless. Yeah, it's, I think you know, a lot of them have a problem that he won. Yeah, and that he's white more Pit. than anything else, and, and whack. By the way, I don't yes. think he's that dope. Yeah, more than anything, this is one of the things where I like the fact that he did it, and also, like, and you brought up a point that everybody's glossing. He got probably hundreds of thousands of comments and posts about it. So he's like, "Hey, I got to address it because my timeline." is tore the hell up and when kendrick performed kendrick got like the most tweets doing the grammy like a hundred something thousand tweets per second or something crazy like that when he was performing so it's one of the things where people was like hey he killing fuck you he didn't win right yeah i agree um 
so uh we got comments dds that says everybody knew that good kid mad city was the better album everybody knew kendrick got robbed for him to make that text public without a response between by the way seems like a calculated way to keep the focus on him and away from kendrick so he wants to keep the award while also getting the cookie for acknowledging he doesn't deserve it that's gross so dd is not a fan of him doing this uh cloud 2k and and my Mm -hmm. thing is this i don't know who wins an award uh, like a grammy Mm -hmm. and says fuck this here you can have my grammy yeah who does that and i like i think people honestly man i think people would just be would have been more mad that he didn't win that kendrick didn't win the grammy than anything like yeah so it wouldn't matter if he gave it to him or not because i was like why you giving him your grammy he ain't really win it what you mean you know but no i don't think he would have gave it to him i don't even think if i just i, I mean, mean someone I mean, like, else that's, that's, decided it so i think people are more disgusted with the fact that he won it not not macklemore I'm saying forget about Macklemore. Okay. Even if Macklemore didn't show up, didn't make a speech, didn't text Kendrick or yeah, anything. Yeah, th- those people would have been mad regardless. Right. I think I think it's hard to separate those two things. It is. It is. And my thing, what I was saying is that if he would have won it and still gave it to him, people, those same people would have still been mad anyway because, like you said, it boils down to the people that voted didn't vote you to win. But who's saying gave it to him? Who? I don't think no, anybody but- is suggesting that he give him his Grammy. No, but I've heard people were saying that they were, oh. they, because they was like, well, you made that text. Why ain't you come publicly and just hand it over to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just stupid shit. Shit that doesn't make sense okay. because when most people win awards, you're not going to turn around and be like, y'all know what? Thank you for the award that y'all voted on for me, but I'm going to take this award and give it to somebody else. Yeah. That's I very unrealistic. I haven't heard or seen anybody say he should give it to him, but just in, like, I don't think that's what Didi's saying. Oh, okay. I, I think, I think she's just saying like, it's a calculated pr move okay oh okay okay you know to be like look i'm still a good person but i mean i think i like and it's just gonna it's just a level of uh like we just disagree i disagree with dd only because i do believe macklemore is that corny like i do too and i don't I believe think, it's sincere i do yeah i don't think the move is necessarily cool i think the coolest thing he could have done is win the grammy and say everybody suck my dick you know i don't give a fuck yeah. like the coolest, cause if I want some shit, I wouldn't be nice or polite about it. I worked hard on my shit and y'all not gonna deny me. Like, uh, it's one of the reasons I don't, I would never call myself an ally of any cause and shit. Mm-hmm. I don't, no, fuck that. My work is my work and you can't take that away from me just cause you don't like it. Like, Ain't that the truth? Macklemore put in work on his shit. He put on work no on his image. How he put on work it on his is, t- no matter how much you don't like right. it um and he and he sold albums and shit and he has music for uh with the message i don't think he's a the worst person in the world no. you know to win this shit but it's still one of those things where uh i think he wants so bad to have the approval of not even the approval he just doesn't want to hurt nobody yes because that, that's the vibe like, we're all mm-hmm. in this together i I'm not here to hurt or demean or make anybody feel less than. And I understand that the, that the fan base, which is predominantly black, uh, even though a lot of the records that I sold, we didn't buy. Yeah. You know, so that, that man, that's a huge thing too. It's like, y'all, we don't move the units and the way the Grammys are designed, a lot of it's by units moved and all that type of shit. And uh, a lot of the people that, pro- that vote for this shit ain't us. Yeah. I just think he can't help that he's overrated. So, True. um, I would like to be overrated at a lot of shit and make a lot of money. Yeah, I agree. I, I just think that, um, and I don't even think that he, like, it's sad that it's becoming so divided because it's like, 
honestly people that win grammys normally aren't even around in a year or two like nope you know, especially for rap, like it's always been kind of a, a real catch 22 for rap. So I actually thought it was cool that somebody that won something acknowledged like, All right, I know I'm not the best and I know I'm not, I didn't deserve it over you, dog. Um, you know, I hope we can be cool. All right. You know, like I kind of enjoyed it, but whatever. It ain't like Kendrick shouted him out in the control verse. I would have been like, fuck you, nigga. Next time shout me out in the control verse uh cloud, no! cloud 2k says none of the above i'm more upset at mac for posting it online while not a douche move you can't let haters know how much you care now that is true i think like i think he did it more to be like hey guys i know this too please don't be mad at me for yeah, the and, fans and those wolves are gonna be mad regardless yeah. so you just gotta just, accept it that's dog. right he'd have been better off just not saying nothing letting them yeah. be mad it was the corny move like you like i don't maybe people don't run across people like this but sometimes like i run across people and they're and i'll and i'll be like just scheming calculating conniving motherfucker and then eventually i'll be like oh wait you're just corny as shit like you're just always like this you're you're that guy you're that guy you know and ah. that like so once i once i peep that i'm like i'm not upset with you anymore it's just annoying where i'm like this is some like i found his tweet to be annoying more than calculated i was just like True. This, this dude is just that guy he's hey guy he's he's the guy that would come over and tell you about his racist uncle you know what i'm saying like yeah when you're drinking with this dude he's the guy that wants you to know he gets it and it's like yeah, yeah he corny. understands yeah I, yeah I don't get yeah it's just corny um while not a douche move you can't let haters know how much, much you care if people wasn't spamming his entire online presence before they definitely would pile on after that blood in the water yep now that they know he care he probably gonna catch that shit forever and it's sad because there's so many white people that appropriate black culture and don't give a fuck uh mm. and the only reason that he even cared like it's so funny like he's catching flack because he gives a fuck but you know whatever jl covan was on the show for episode 630 comedy academy um the poll was tom hanks and captain phillips uh how do you feel about him oscar worthy performance terrible not oscar worthy but good or haven't seen it 85 percent of our audience has not even seen the movie i haven't either i'm I'm in the category that's like mm, a nigga out there floating in the water and some somalians yeah i'm good only three percent of our audience thinks it was an oscar worthy performance six percent of our audience thinks it was terrible and six percent thinks not good not oscar worthy but good so that was uh pretty controversial man i hope you guys are all checking out the comedy academy series yes please do y'all oh it's so good man. it's funny it's really a credit to people that support projects from the ground up mm-hmm. because you know jl covan did a kickstarter Daughter. to raise money for this mm-hmm. and i i even put money in the kickstarter and it's like this is being rewarded with a product where you're like this is i got my money's worth i got not there's nine parts of comedy academy um they're all so good man he does some killer like impressions uh they actually played the one where he does podcast where he talks about podcasting they played it on the adam carolla show where he does adam carolla impression wow and uh how did i get the adam carolla because uh people were sending it to him like hey look uh, at this guy he's doing oh, an impression people of people actually send it to him yeah. yeah he's doing an impression of you and it was really good and uh you know it was cool man like yeah, i i don't know i'm don't... happy for him man and it's, you know people are actually looking out and listening like i told him uh it's one of those things where once you get to the point where you're like fuck it everybody pays you attention but when you're actually caring 
everybody was like i ain't got time for you because you care well i also had to take a lot of credit for it because you know the blackout tips bump uh is definitely real. real you know and uh deep, i see people leaving comments on the youtube videos i'm glad um that's real cool y'all man to, you know because in addition yes, to enjoying it you. i see people retweeting it resharing it um and you know and there's just so many funny moments in there and especially if you're a fan of stand-up you're just like it's so much shit that i was just laughing at like hacky the uh the the ventriloquist doll mm-hmm. like how people can just say hacky, terrible, corny shit, but as long as it's through a ventriloquist dog, it's okay. Yes. Musical comedy, how piece, you know, a joke is, sometimes it's not even funny, not even a joke, but you put some music between it and now everybody's laughing. And I remember, ah! I remember thinking that when I saw Zach Galifianakis' special where he's sitting at a piano just saying random shit and I'm like, this isn't even funny to me, you know, but you put a piano note, a beat in between the joke mm-hmm. line and all of a sudden it's funny. Yep. It, it just, well, just such a great series, man. Um, and you should all go check it out. That's all I'll say. I'll Please put, do. I'm going to put a link to it when I do my weekly blog post for our guest spots. And you guys should just like, if you want to go through all nine spots, just do it there. But yeah, you just, you know, get people, you know, kickstarted him some money. And next thing you know, you literally you get 45 to minutes to an hour of just comedy gold. So I thought it was great. Me too. Um, we had a we uh we actually had a couple comments on uh the show we did with Zan of Afrocentric dot com, mm-hmm. Snowpocalypse. Howard writes in, please for the love of all that is holy, deport him. I can't deal with Drake, but this kid I can deal with Drake, but this kid needs to go. I guess he's talking about Justin Bieber. I'm assuming so. This whole situation with him also reminds me of the time I asked Clove if artists like Bieber, Carly Ray Jepsen, Drake, and Nickelback being popular here was America's way to pay off our revolutionary war loans from Canada. So oh Lord. Yeah, I don't find Justin Bieber to be that annoying. Um but uh i understand a lot of people do not like that dude so yeah because they really look at beef and go this nigga right uh the poll was is the mayor of atlanta responsible for the missteps in dealing with the snow yes it's on him he's the mayor no it's other people's fault 50 50 wow exactly. so that was not a clear-cut win on this one everybody's like just right down the line to me that says he should deserve some blame 50 50 i mean he can't be blameless can he that's true but uh maybe not all the blame i think people got a little too heavy-handed on um, wanted to blame him for everything yeah yes. and I don't, I don't think it's really um you know I, I think that 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 was a little bit out of control you know but um Man, I'll look, all right, I'll, I'll look at that later. But, uh, the comments on the poll were, uh, Wakanda's finest power says, get off the man. Yeah, he gave a bad interview, but hey, at least he actually doing something about said issue. Meanwhile, people were hailing Governor Chris bitch titties as a hero. Let him work. What is he doing about the issue? And like, cause I watched that interview and I, mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't get, First of all, the interview was terrible, and you can't just bypass that. Yes, he like, ca- he came on with his defenses up. Like, he literally came ready to fight that lady. It was like, come on, doll, she's just doing her job, and I'm guaranteeing you've had some media training, so it's a proper way to answer her questions without seeming very rude to the lady and very, mm-hmm. like, fuck them people who out there stuck. I got the hell fine. But, uh, I mean, I still think that there's things that are out of his control, but it's like once you're on TV, you have to do the, I'm working on this, I'm getting it. Of course. Uh, what was that guy's name? Corey something in New Jersey. Is it Corey Booker? 
Corey something that dude got right on top like he was on top of shit where they got snow he was like digging people out of the snow and like just where he didn't have time to do an interview because he was working that's kind of how you have to be in this kind of situation where you're just like i'm out here working you know but i think we need an interview like unless you bring the cameras out here while i'm saving this mama having a baby we can't talk right so what i really got what i really think happened was that we got caught in the middle of somebody else's argument Mm -hmm. and so did all the people of atlanta and at the time nobody cares about what the fuck the argument is i'm trapped in the snow but you know, I think we stumbled into the middle of something. I still feel like it's about it's it's a it's about the same shit that happened to Charlotte. You know, yeah, you got the city, you got the county, you got the state, you right. got the municipal but it's uh, municipalities you know, and a lot of times people fail to realize they fight over shit all the time. Be it taxes, be mm-hmm. it the school systems, be it annex, like. You know, they are constantly at each other's throats all the time. And this is one of those things where he may have decided something, the county decided something, the school system decided something else. Mm. So it's one of those things. But like you say, when you stuck in the middle of Timbuktu in the fucking snow, I don't give a fuck about what the fuck y'all fall. Now, I pay taxes, get the shit done. Yeah. Um, so we also had, uh, comments, uh, let's see, you summed it, the tickler says you summed it up with that white flight shit. Dude was on the Today Show saying the film clips of Gridlock were from outside the city limits and that the city itself was much better off. Leave dude alone and let them suburbs pay some damn taxes. The same shit happened here in Memphis. Folks moving to the next county and realizing that the power and sewer systems were not designed for all these new crackers. At the end of the day, they wind up paying the same shit in taxes. They just got no niggas in the school district. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, well, I I wonder if that's what it is, man. Like, I'm yeah. not from Atlanta. No, and I, but just looking at the way the problem was, because mm-hmm. it was like, once he said, I got a million people out of the city, it was no problem. I was like... That sounds like municipalities fighting. Yeah, 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 that's true. And it sounds like people on the outskirts being mad because they got stranded when at the end of the day, you guys chose to move out there and then get mad because where y'all at does not have the capability of cleaning the streets, cleaning the roads and salting and shit like that. But yet you want to move away from the city where you probably wouldn't have had a problem making it home. Yeah. Um, so we also had a comment on the tippies, just one more nomination. It was Inigo Montoya who said best individual guest, tie between Saron Russell and the Jay Lurie. So, um, and with that, voting is officially over for nominations. Mm-hmm. We will compile a list of nominees and we get will. you guys some, some polls to vote in and we'll see who, uh, wins and, uh, what we can do about that. We will. Um, <clears throat> all right, well, let's see what else was I thinking. Oh, um, let's talk about, uh, voicemails. Let's play those. Oh, yeah. You also sent out a, a thing about the guest spots. Oh, yeah, I did. That's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I don't know why my brain just yeah, completely lo- we both lost been it grinding the past few weeks. Yeah, we've been on a bunch of people's shows. Um, I don't know if I was actually on the Ladies Launch podcast, um, mm-hmm. for Black Astronauts I don't think that one a couple yet. of days ago, but I don't think it's out yet. No, but, um, here's the ones that I know are out that we did. Uh, we were both on Look and Listen, Listen podcast, uh, the TBGWT 101 with Leonard Brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, very fun uh, interview. And, uh, we played, we got to play Guess the Race. Uh, I won't say who won, but, uh, <laughs> let's just say, uh, it was a spirited competition. It was. And, uh, no sorry ass Guess the Racer is gonna ever try to come at me. I'm the best <laughs> Guess the Racer in the league. <laughs> 
uh black astronauts untitled interview show we did that with uh aaron b um mm-hmm. he interviewed us and asked a bunch of insightful questions man that was cool it was. uh very good interview um uh, him and leonard did uh we also got interviewed in the span uh report episode 34 chilling drinking and tipping um so you guys can check all those out um karen was on the ink podcast episode 47 the secret of happiness um where uh you know that that is uh john latoya and uh what is the other dude's name john latoya rivers and rivers Rivers. uh and uh karen was on that one um you know i believe they used to be ignorance now they're the ink yeah and karen gets to the mystery of like why yeah they changed the name and all that stuff man very fun that's just how my mind tick i go on your show and interview you i'm sorry definitely got to get them on the show at some point yes sir um Agents of Shield cast episode fourteen seeds was out. Uh, I, you know, obviously I do Agents of Shield cast. Um, and we were and uh, I was on the Insanity Check podcast four twenty three Teflon. Um, uh, and last week and uh, had a good, just fun man. You know, anytime I could talk to Kev and Chris, it's always a good time. Just uh, it kicking is. it with the homies. So, uh, you check out all our guest spots. Uh, go to the Blackout Tips and you can actually, um, you know, just just click around and uh, should tell you guys. So. Uh, thanks to everybody that, uh, supports the show and all the people that go out and listen to those episodes. Yes, thank you guys. Um, whenever, uh, people check them out. Alright, um, we had a couple voicemails. Let's play those. Rod and Karen, how you doing? This is Lewis from California. I've got a few things to say. First, I want to say, I don't know if you misunderstood me. I wasn't trying to call you guys a hypocrite behind the whole Richard Sherman issue. You know, I just disagreed with y'all. And I know y'all disagree with me, but nobody was trying to call you a hypocrite, Rod, and kind of, you know, was like, you know, maybe I couldn't mentally follow the show, you know. Mm-hmm. Rest assured, man, I've been listening to you guys for a while. Okay. But, you know, it wouldn't be right if I agreed with everything y'all said. You better agree with everything, nigga. But on, the, <laughs> no, you on don't another have note, to. Uh, I was responding to your, your comments about the uh, condom use in the porn industry in California. I live out here in California. And I'm going to tell you, I think it's a, actually a good idea to use condoms in porn, and I'm going to tell you why. Not for any, you know, religious reasons or any other reasons because, you know, people have issues with porn. But because we live in a society now where so many people are fucking, everybody's fucking. This ain't the 50s. You know, if people are rendezvousing on the Internet, people are, you know, fucking hookers all the time. And because most people get their stimulation from porn before they start fucking, uh, I think it's a good idea because, you know, they're not talking about how much fucking STDs are still going around. Motherfuckers are still dying from AIDS like a motherfucker out there. So I think because everybody's trying to do a bareback, you know, in, in the porn industry, I think society needs to start fucking, you know, people need to start trying to fuck. Everybody needs to fuck with condoms. But, uh, you know, that's my only reason. It has nothing to do with any religion or any other kind of weird shit like you know, it's a moral issue, like most people. Um, so I'm all for the using the condoms in uh, in porn. I know uh, they do it a lot in gay sex porn, uh, and I think it should be in heterosexual porn, lesbian porn, whatever you know, whatever the issue is. Just to tell people, like, look, motherfucker, y'all still dying from shit out here. So I really love y'all show. Y'all make me want to come to you know, uh, North Carolina to get some cowfish, <laughs> uh, and to get some barbecue because the best soul foods in North Carolina. 
and the South and just the, the complete South. But uh, enjoy your show. Stay up. Uh, talk to y'all later. Cool. And, and my thing is this, sweetie. Uh, I understand your perspective, but you're not the demographic. Most people love fucking, and they've been fucking for a very long time. People's fucking way before the internet. They were still on them hookers years and many, many years ago. So the dynamic of sex and sexuality, I don't think, has changed that much. I think with the internet and things like that, people are it's easier to interact with people and, and reach people. Um, I don't think it's people's fantasy to fuck. Uh, with condoms like uh, most men that's why you have all these babies around here and all these STDs getting spread and the porn industry's job is not to promote safe sex their job is to promote their product which is their performers fucking um and that's how they make their money I think this whole thing was not to promote safe sex I think it was just after the porn industry even though that's not where you're coming from but the people that were pushing this bill were pushing it just to get the porn industry out of california i applaud you for having safe sex i applaud you for being smart but the average person could care less about that and it's sad that they people put their lives out there like that cause people do it all the time but the average person go it's not my fantasy to to fuck with a kind of male or female yeah um here's the thing uh that's like to me you know because i feel like it's entertainment and um these people are taking calculated risk uh mm-hmm. with their bodies it would be like saying the nfl should go two-hand touch or like uh action movies instead of fights they should just have people like talk it out or draw in the action or like you know what i mean like to me it's like people are going to be entertained and this is part of the entertainment mm-hmm. um and I don't think people are necessarily looking at anything in porn as necessarily something to aspire to because that's not what it like. It's like you're saying, well, if people saw condoms in porn then they would use condoms in real life, I don't think that's how, how things work. Nope. Um, people, it's not like pussy would not feel good because you saw a condom in a porn. You're still going to want to go raw, right? So, um, and even when you see amateur porn, people do not use condoms normally. No, and I don't, don't. think, and I don't think that's cause of anything they saw on a porno. I think people just literally are like not fucking with a, fucking without a condom feels better. And that's why they do it. Yep. Um, and until you can disincentivize that shit, um, and I don't know how you get more disincentivized than HIV, AIDS and other STDs, people are going to fuck without condoms. Um, and I think porn is probably the safest of the places you can fuck without a condom compared to real life and shit. Right. That being said, uh, you were calling us hypocrites. You're definitely calling us hypocrites. You might not say the word hypocrite, but, uh, I don't, like, you can go back and listen to that voicemail. You said, well, because he apologized, you guys said you never defend anybody that apologized and y'all are kind of defending them. It's like, that, that, that's actually not, um, you know, yeah, I was explaining how that's not really what applies here. I'm not, just cause you don't say the word hypocrite doesn't mean, you're not calling somebody a hypocrite if you say, you said this and now you're doing the opposite. So that's where I got the word hypocrite from. Um, but you know, like you said, we can disagree and just leave it at that. But you know, just saying technically I ain't a hypocrite. Next voicemail. Uh, let's play that joint. Rod, Karen. This is, uh, Lewis from California. First, I want to say this is going to be the last time I call y'all for a while because, you know, I don't want you niggas to think I'm trolling you. <laughs> I'm really not. I just got a couple weeks off of work, so I'm just listening to shit out your show. 
But I had to call and respond to that girl that was a lady that was on your show, uh, the Snowpocalypse. I think it was the name of the show. Zane. Where she was talking about the app for the cheating. Mm-hmm. I agreed with her on some level where she was talking about, you know, do it respectfully because a lot of, a lot of dudes out here nowadays, they reckless. They like, and women, they reckless. They like married or in a, in a strong relationship and trying to have, you know, a boyfriend or a girlfriend out there. So I agree with her doing like Martin Luther King. Uh, keep your shit tight and then make sure that your ass is home every night. But I did not fucking agree with y'all with the whole honesty thing. Anybody that's been married for any amount of years knows every fucking partner or mate lies to each other. And I'm not talking about lying over some little shit. Everybody lies about some big shit to each other. So that, oh, you know, if you want to cheat, whether you a guy or girl, you know, just be honest. Fuck that. That is fucking retarded. You know, if you want to cheat, just be you know, just keep it on a low. And sometimes, y'all ever think about this? Sometimes getting some strange for a girl or a guy is just what's needed to keep you going in a relationship. Because you could you could meet that person in the beginning and be like, you know what, I love this person. And then after you've been with them a year, you're like, you know what, this person gets on my fucking nerves or the relationship changes. So I'm not sitting up saying it's, it's justified for every person, but it's not a black and white fucking thing. So I say, you know what, let everybody do what the fuck they want to do. And just because you, if you cheat, whether you're a girl or a guy, and you don't feel like, oh, I need to be open and tell my mate, you know, that's fucking retarded. Motherfuckers have been cheating for centuries. That's just how the world is. So, you know, all that taking the higher moral ground, you know, you need to be honest and be straightforward with who you do. Fuck that. Everybody lies. And if if you, if the person doesn't accept that everybody lies, you fucking lying right there. Love your show. Stay up. Peace. Um, here's the reason I know that's bullshit though, because I don't cheat. So I'm a person, and I know myself 100 percent of the time. Oh, now. So that's why I know it's bullshit. And uh, when I say honesty, it's tough. I didn't say it was easy. Mm-hmm. But to me, it's easier than losing half your shit. It's easier than uh, being a terrible father. Um, It's easier than betraying the trust of somebody you love. And honestly, I'd rather give you the option to get the fuck out because if I if getting some strange is what is what it's all about, then I would rather just fucking do that than be like. Hey, let me disrespect you. Not to mention, weren't you just talking about condoms and STDs and shit? Like, uh, there's nothing safer than fucking monogamy, uh, where two people are, uh, you know, consensually deciding to have sex only with each other. Uh, that's the one guarantee way that you won't get STDs if y'all both are being faithful. But, um, I, I think that, uh, I, I think that you present, like a lot of people who do cheat, I think you yeah. present a false, a false narrative of, well, everybody's doing it. I know me. I'm not doing it. I didn't say I'm, I'm, and I'm not, and the thing is, I'm not even saying that to brag. I think that's what should be expected of people who make a promise or a commitment. And if you want to go out and fuck some other people, be committed to a person that's okay with that. Like, yes. why, why not just do that in the first place? And, 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 and the thing about it is this, it's just one of those things where being honest and truthful up front, can prevent a lot of shit. It's a lot of articles that we read where husband stab wife, wife stab husband, somebody got cut, uh, uh, the other person came in and fucked some shit up because people aren't being truthful. And it's one of those things where if you're truthful up front, you can tell that person, hey, I told you 
why are you shocked and why are you surprised? And it's real easy to say this because you're disregarding people's feelings and you can't control other people. You can control you and your actions, but you can't control how other people are going to perceive it when they find out, if they find out. You can't, and it's just one of those things where, uh, if you already have the attitude where everybody does it, why even waste your time getting in relationships? Like, like why even take the effort to commit yourself to somebody then if you feel like this is something everybody does? Because if you find somebody that's actually faithful and committed to you and then they find out that you're doing the opposite and your excuse is, wait, hey, everybody do it. Motherfucker, you might get stabbed in the eye because in their mind, no, it don't function like this. But if you'd have told them up front, they'd be like, hey, I'm not down with this. I can leave. Or, hey, I am down with this because you don't. Because to me, you strip the other person of the option of staying or not. Well, uh, more importantly, this dude's a cheater, man. That's all it is to it. And there's a lot of people in the world that cheat. I'm not saying it's like, uh, you know, some, some, like, I can't believe this guy's a cheater. I just think that once somebody gets into that lifestyle where it's like, I'm cheating on my wife, I'm doing whatever, I'm cheating on all these women in every relationship I get into where they're habitually cheating, they start making these justifications where, no, it's not me. The whole world is doing it and no one's talking about it. A lot of people cheat. No one's saying that a lot of people don't. Yeah. But that doesn't, one, that doesn't necessarily make it right. No, it doesn't. Um, and relationships two, have overcome cheating and things like that. But it's just one of those things where, especially if you're a habitual cheater, to to me, you just use this as an excuse to uh, say your behavior is okay and the other person just going to have to deal with it. The other thing I was going to say is I think that when dudes – do this like the whole everybody's cheating it reminds me of those guys i played basketball with that were like telling me like you're gonna be cheating on your wife one day you'll see and it's like well y'all were fucking wrong i don't know what to tell you man like i i'm not i didn't walk around making you feel insecure and that i'm better than you but if that's the way you feel then that's the way you feel i can't do anything to stop that Mm -hmm. but um yeah I, i just think that a lot of times these dudes cheat and then they run around trying to tell everybody how it's okay and it's right and it's you know everybody does it so what's the big deal i personally find my happiness in honesty and i would much rather be in a relationship where i can say to to somebody like look i do want to get around i do want to fuck other people i don't want to you know be in this relationship um i would much rather just say that and then actually be able to turn around and go okay uh yes or no you know what i mean i would much if if that's the kind of relationship i wanted i would be happier because i want to have one person that i can trust with everything one person that i can go to with everything i don't want to have to segment myself into these different parts where i'm lying to this person about that and lying to that person about this uh it, it just seems like you're making way too much work for yourself and it's so stereotypical at this point i feel like it's one of the reasons that people aren't happy it's because you guys are trying to fit these stereotypes and these molds of relationships that don't really encompass everything. And so yeah. you end up with these guys who believe this dumb shit like, you know, I got the good girl for this. I got the, the bad girl for that. I got a mistress. I got a side chick. I got the side chick rules. I got this. I got you, you guys to cheat on them. You got to do this. And it's like, I don't think you have to. I, I, I reject that. I, the same reason I don't think we have to have kids. Same reason I don't think that we need to buy a house. The same reason I don't think um you know we need to do a lot of shit because it's our personal relationship i feel like people do that all the time with their personal relationship Mm -hmm. and it's like you know if your whole goal is i can't live this life without fucking another chick then i feel like there's women out there that you can say that to and they'd be okay with yes and Um, hold on a second and i think what what else it is is that a lot of times people like this are selfish because he's saying this shit but 
he don't he don't say this about his woman like this shit is only from his perspective because cheaters are so selfish they're not thinking like and if my wife's out here catching six seven dicks a week that's cool too like no one thinks like that they're only thinking like as a man if i want to go out and get a woman every once in a while what's so bad about that it's like okay cool that's fine but if your girl but but if you if you really thought the mother of your children uh, the woman you pledged your life to was kissing you with semen on her lips. You would be fucking disgusted with with everything. So I don't believe you, uh, Karen. If you want to say something, go ahead. Uh-uh, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Um, next voicemail. Hey, Rod and Karen. It's RJ from Colorado. Um, just calling once again. You guys are doing fantastic. Um, what I wanted to all about was, you know, the snow that happened in Atlanta. Um, it kind of took me by surprise because I have family down there. And it just didn't make sense that, you know, they let everybody go at once so that they were gridlocked. And it just, it just kind of blows my mind that, you know, when things happen like that, that, you know, you, you hear it's forecasted and you're not prepared for it. So, I don't know. I, I guess, like, I'm used to snow, and I'm used to driving on ice, um, you know, because Colorado is, you know, pretty much, it does what it wants. And snow is, non-dis- is non-discriminatory at all. It doesn't matter if you're black or white. It will take your life. Um, so, I, I don't know. It just It just seems like that, they knew it was coming and they weren't prepared for it. You know, they already shut the schools down. They should have told people like, Hey, don't even bother coming into work. You know, we got an hour delay going into work. Then again, it has to be like five feet of snow for us to shut anything down here. Um, but other than that, that's all I wanted to say. Um, keep up the good work guys. And I uh, will talk to you later. Okay. Bye. 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 Thanks RJ. Sweetie. And uh, something that I wanted to say, and I've seen a lot of this on Facebook and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just one of those things where, especially if, and to an extent, it became like an up north, down south thing almost across my timeline, where people up north act like people down south are just these dumb bumpkins. And, well, well, y'all out there, y'all can't deal with no snow. Uh, motherfucker, it was ice. And I, everybody knows what ice is. Anybody can drive through snow, but when you add ice to the fact, it's another thing. And, a lot of cities up north, depending on where you stay, they're close, they're concentrated. You have a lot of people in a small space. Uh, a lot of times they're actually prepared to clean this shit in advance. And a lot of, a lot of, because a lot of places down south are suburbs, they're scattered out and shit like that. And so I think that there is a difference in how we, um, prepare for winter. And you brought up a good point too. When you have light winters for the past few years, there's nothing like this. We haven't had winters like this in a very long time. Uh, like you said, people cut budgets, people slice back. So you know what? A, a four or five years ago, you wouldn't have had a problem. But you know what? Because we haven't had a winter, a uh, bad winter in the last few years, instead of the, you know, 45 to 50 salt trucks, now we have 20 for the same amount of roads and maybe more because we've expanded or we annex other areas. And this is the problem that you have. I, in my, in my opinion, I kind of blame everybody. I kind of blame the school systems because it is just up to the school system discretion to, uh, whether or not children go to school. Schools shouldn't have been open. Um, and also it's one of those things where 
Uh, nobody's talking about the jobs. Jobs don't give a fuck. Like my company, they open. Fuck. It, uh, it wouldn't matter if anybody, nobody had been in the office. They're like, fuck you, we open. And a lot of people have the fear of losing their jobs. So they were like, well, I got to go in. I got to send the kids to school. Because the thing is like, people, people fail to realize They've overprepared in the past. Nothing happened. You got kids sitting at home. You got parents sitting at home. Then everybody's angry because y'all shut shit down. And nothing happened. It's just one of them things where they're almost in a catch twenty two. You either don't respond good enough or you over respond and nothing happens. So I guarantee you, moving forward, first time they say snow, they're gonna constantly shut shit down. Something may not happen. Kids are going to be at home. People are going to be stranded. And you then you're going to have the reverse outrage. Well, why didn't you know? They're like, fuck it. Last time people got stranded. So we're just shutting everything down. Yeah. I can pretty much said, said it exactly what I was going to say. Um, also, uh, I just think, you know, when the blame game starts, it's just people ducking for cover because they don't want to be blamed. I don't. Yes. Like, unfortunately, I think that's what happened here is that it doesn't fucking matter what what really happened and who's really at fault people just don't want to get be the one to say it was me so you just got a bunch of people running around like hey it wasn't my fault am i right guys come on now and uh that's what the mayor came off like and he's probably right it's just i think there was probably the wrong time to start the blame game shit but you know what are you gonna do if that's you know they're asking the questions those are the answers and i think that's what happened there so um but uh, thank you for calling RJ yeah. and and yeah I do think we're not prepared as for down south but it's the same way that you know up north of a fucking hurricane hit y'all would be like y'all would be ass out you yeah. know whereas in Charleston you just batten down the fucking hatches, hatches move out of town for a day and come back you know yeah it's 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 a big difference so like uh, earthquakes out in California it's like certain part of the country just know how to deal with certain things where other people may not and that's okay but I you know I think for me it really made me angry on Twitter when people when people up north acting like people down south were just stupid because you know they got snuck in some motherfucking ice it's like yeah uh, ice kills dog and even people up north Y'all niggas looked outside at negative 55 degree weather and was like, I'm not going out there. Or if you weathered it, just like it was stupid down here, stupid to do it up there, too. Right. Um, We have some emails from people that emailed the show, the blackout tips at gmail.com. Let's check it out. Zahir writes in, hello, Rod and Karen. I love the show. Easily the best podcast and one of the best talk shows, period, across all media platforms. I have yet to not be entertained by you guys. I typically binge listen while at work, which gets me through my day quickly. But what sucks about that is by the time Saturday comes around, I'm just listening to the previous week's feedback show. I know this is late, but I had to write in about episode 625 with Mike Lawrence. Great show as usual, but this guy really bothered me. And he went in when he went in on those superhero flicks. I get, I mean, I've got a lot of nerdy friends and I'm a part of a lot of nerdy groups. So this, his views aren't anything new. They're just annoying. Why don't people, why do people keep wanting to apply logic to superheroes? I pay my money to be entertained and seeing Wolverine stab someone, Superman destroy Metropolis or the Avengers level New York is fun to me. I don't need a perfect retelling of the comics. It's fantasy and I'm okay with that. Well, um, let me start right here and say, um, I do think, I understand what you're saying, but like i guess as i hear i would ask you have you ever seen a bad superhero film like is are there any superhero films that you go that one was terrible and to me what is the difference between a good one and a bad one to you and at what level do you go that i i can't take this or this is terrible and i and i dislike it 
um i think it varies person to person i think mike is a very stringent um a very stringent fan i think you know he's a certain type of nerd um he doesn't get that much like he also gets enjoyment out of clowning the shit too Mm -hmm. which you know if you're not gonna enjoy watching it at least enjoy clowning it um and uh i think like he just has a different standard you know i i I enjoy more shit than him and i don't really uh think that he's doing it necessarily just for the kicks of it i I think he really wishes the shit was better in a way that he would like i still think the if he had his druthers and they made the kind of movies that mike would like most of the other people in the world would not like those movies. Yeah, them shits wouldn't sell. They wouldn't crack box office numbers and shit like that because, you know, a lot of people are like, fuck it, that's not what I want to see. And dollars matter. Yeah, like he's a big fan of, uh, he was saying Avengers Assemble and, uh, Agents of Hulk or whatever that comes on, uh, uh, I guess uh, the HUD channel for us down here. Mm-hmm. I've, I watched both of those shows. I, I don't like them. You know, I don't think they're that good. Um, but I watch them anyway, but there's extremely for kids, like, right? you know, like there's never going to be anything adult about it. So I, I can see where he's coming from, where like he wants the more kiddie type of, uh, you know, um, cartoonish fancy, you know, the almost juvenile to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. And then I think a lot of these hero movies now that are coming up they're trying to quote unquote grow the characters up be more adult content or teenager right. content right appeal to a certain demographic mm-hmm. and, and maybe he doesn't like that now you know if, if that's his if he doesn't like it that's his right you know um but i know what you mean it can be annoying sometimes i find like i, I follow mike on facebook and stuff sometimes i get annoyed when i'm just like man this guy never likes anything you know but it's like it takes all kinds so there's really nothing to do about it but true you know i don't really hang out with a lot of people like that because i don't like arguing over nerd shit nope. constantly also he talked about how when something pops off at all the superheroes will get together to fight evil when does that ever happen in the comic books whenever dr octopus would start tripping wouldn't it take wouldn't it make more sense for the x-men avengers and final fantastic four to show up and knock him out in 20 seconds instead of pete taking an ass whooping over three issues yeah i always thought (laughs) i always thought that was funny because people only employ that logic when they don't like something but when they like something it makes perfect sense that you know it's like the spider-man fighting the hobgoblin uh if it's still in a major metropolitan area that the fantastic four live in and that the x-men live an hour away from seems like it wouldn't be crazy for them to be like oh shit something's happening let's go help spider-man but yeah that rarely happens in the books and normally when it does happen surprise surprise it's because it's a huge team up uh event and just and to me the movies are, are just a translation of that but to film that's true you know iron man's fighting the president nobody's gonna get involved because it's in the iron man universe you know what i mean not universe but just the book like okay you know when i read the books it it doesn't mean captain america doesn't exist because he didn't show up to help iron man fight that's true he might he might got that he might have got that text and was like you know what i'm good he got this one yeah um so i don't don't even think is yeah i don't even think it's like he's good or i got the text they just don't you can't write a story but like what about cyclops what would he do you know it's like it there's not time for that in this movie we're gonna see tony stark solve a problem that's it true sorry for the nerd rant but let's just sit back and enjoy this time period i remember being a kid and wondering what it would be like to see superheroes in movies being super and i'm getting it so i'm happy me too sweetie 
yeah um and i and let me just say man um so here i still have some nerd movies i don't like some comic book movies i don't think are good so no, you know i feel like hmm? the wolverines yeah and i feel like someone could take this uh approach to any con to any criticism and you know kind of just do away with any critique of anything like hey i didn't like the wolverine movies i didn't think they were good and they'd be like well look we're just in a time you should be happy to enjoy so that's one of the reasons i don't really employ this argument very much is because i feel like i like i actually would rather defend the man of steel because i think it was good not because mm-hmm. i think um not because i think mike is invalid to dislike something but because i actually think it was likable and and, and done well um you know uh so so i you know that i would just make that fine little line there to be like i i don't think it's i don't think it's wrong to critique these movies or to be down on some of these movies some of these movies do i think deservedly get a lot of criticism because they're not well thought out or they're not well done um and we can debate about that and we can disagree on that but um just in general i don't think there's a problem with people being critical true lastly rod cyclops wasn't in the original days of future past but book, book because he was still stressing about the phoenix saga so i'm okay with him not being in the the movie now um right but here's a, here's the thing i was saying about cyclops is this this is a fox thing this or this, uh, this goes back yeah. further than this they killed him in x-men 2 and then subsequently he was not in x-men 3 at all he's not in days of future past that's fine um he was in um um wolverine the original one uh was not in the second wolverine and was not in first class it's just they i just hate the way they just they treat that character because i think he's a really integral part of the universe and he's the yin of, of the yang to uh wolverine and i think he's just as important as wolverine um in the in the team structure of the x-men yes and instead the x-men movie all by default became wolverine movies and yes it did i think long term it's to their detriment you know even though hugh jackman is a huge star and bigger star than the dick that they got to play cyclops no it still isn't really a it really isn't a x-men movie without cyclops in my opinion it just doesn't seem right man so you know, um, and I think it shows how haphazardly they treat their characters that they would just kill someone so integral to the book and so integral to the plot that it really has a lot of potential to be a good character. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's not he's pretty much a focal point of the new X Men um, comic books. Yep. But uh, they just wanted the cash grab of going for Wolverine, man. I think it, it was it, like this sale. We working with this, but my thing is, what do you do when he becomes too old? I can't play the role. You have nothing else to kind of go on because, like you said, it's all Fox and Wolverine, and it's one of those things where it's like they have other characters. But I, the thing that kind of upsets me about Fox is that Fox was like, "Fuck it, we know that y'all had writers spent many, many years and made these great, beautiful stories, but fuck it, we gonna do it our way, and Yahweh sucks." Although that didn't stop them from giving Kitty Pryde's role in the comic book to Wolverine, but I still can't wait for it. Great show, guys. Peace. Yeah, I think they gave it to Wolverine because it's Hugh Jackman, mm-hmm. and I can wait for it. I I think it's gonna be terrible. I hope Me I hope I'm wrong. Too. I hope I'm wrong, but uh, everything I see, everything I see from Singer Brian Singer promoting this is just like wow. Yes. You really thought that was a good idea? Finally, a subscriber. For man Tim, he writes saying, "Hey Karen and Rod, this is Tim, aka Black Gaytheist Palette. 
and this is my first time writing in. Just wanted to tell y'all I finally got my finances and life together, did the right thing, and became a premium subscriber. Thank you, know? you, sweetie. Thank you very much, man. We normally, you know, I never put it past people when they say they're going to do it and it doesn't get done. I never say anything bad about them. Mm. I understand. You know, it's like yeah. when I get out of school, when I get this, when I get that, I'm like, hey, whatever you got to say, we're just glad you're here in the meantime. But it's really cool when people actually go, and I did it. It's like, what? You did it? Yes. Thank Thought you. Thought you were bullshitting me, dog. I know, right? It's like that dude that you're like, I'm going to get you that money, bro. Um, I'm going to get you next time. Mm-hmm. He's like, them new Nikes. That's how I should start doing is like when people be like, I'm going to get a premium subscriber one day. I should just follow their Twitter and wait for them to be like, yeah, just have some Chick-fil-A. I'll be like, how much of that could have been? <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking with y'all. Or I just decided to say fuck it and to pay my rent on time. Well, hey, uh, pay your rent on time now. Come on, people. Got to have somewhere to stay to listen yeah. to us. How you going to listen to us in the cold? Come on now. Anyway, I wanted to comment on the rotoscope uh, discussion on episode 628, Ma'am Glam. As a gay point of sore myself, I think I can shed a little light on the subject. Rye, you had asked why didn't Falcon Studios just move to Vegas to get around California's ban on condomless, condomless porn? Yeah, because it seemed like, I mean, I forgot the quote now, but it was something like $100,000, right? Like, it was some kind of crazy, crazy amount where I was like... I just moved to Vegas and risked the age, nigga. A hundred thousand, good grief! Yeah, to to for like twenty minutes. It wasn't even for a whole move. It was something crazy. Mm. I can't remember. It's something crazy. Yes, hundred k. Woo. Anyway, must be good to have that kind of money to even consider that shit. I ain't that true? I'm you... like y'all niggas are using shit. condoms, and uh, we just gonna try to get the clear ones. I, I don't know what to tell y'all. I ain't that true? We we get the one the skin color. Most gay porn production companies and Falcon is probably one of the largest self that explains why I never heard of it. Okay. Self yeah, I was like Falcon. When, Who is that? I mean yeah. West Coast Productions, uh Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you're not talking about Vivid, but uh true. That, that explains why I didn't know. And why they had the money, right? That's true too. Like I didn't that's a lot of money. I probably didn't was not aware of. Um, Falcon's probably one of the largest self-regulating have mandated condom use amongst their actors for years. Vivi used to do this too, mainly because of the AIDS epidemic of the eighties and nineties, man, there was this one, I don't know if it was a documentary or something I was reading, but this woman was saying how even on the sets where they use condoms, Mm -hmm. sometimes they'll do stuff like before the cum shot, let the dude stick it in without a condom for a couple minutes so that it can build up the cum and then cum. That's the defeats the purpose, then, right? It? Which, right, but they don't do that part on camera. But it's like that defeats the entire purpose of using that condom. Oh, oh, right. But that, but they don't like, put that on film. So, yeah, so, so now, y'all literally still breaking the rules. Yeah, yeah. I still could have got AIDS. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Anyway, mainly because of the AIDS epidemic of the eighties and nineties, Falcon was especially hit hard, and many of those their most famous gay porn actors died. So they switched to condom only scenes in the early nineties. Some companies like Falcon won't even hire you as a porn actor if you've done condomless or barebacking scenes in the past. Now there are gay companies that cater to folks wanting to watch bareback videos, but it's kind of understood that most of those actors are HIV positive. And I don't know about you, but for some reason, knowing the actors fucking are HIV positive just makes my dick limp. Sad face. No judgment, but just not part of the fantasy, I guess. Uh, I'm trying to think about that. Uh, no, I've watched some porn where I knew people died from AIDS or had AIDS. Like I, like, uh, but it is always weird. Um, especially if it's post, uh, discovery. Mm-hmm. And then you watch pre porn. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. cause like once you find out, they typically get kicked out of, 
straight porn. Yes, they so do. So like I remember when Darren James from West Coast Productions had came up HIV positive and he stopped doing porn. I used to go back and watch his scenes and be like, I wonder if this is the one of the ones that he knew. Who knows? Like, is this the chick that did the scene that gave him the shit? She do got a bump on her ass. What is that bump from? Might oh, be the Lord. AIDS bump. Like, but that's how I used to watch it, man. And there was another chick. I remember she died in a car crash, but she did this really good scene for the Buttman series. And I was like, I'm just going to have to jack off to this ghost pussy. I'm sorry. This is what she would want. If she was alive, this is what she would want from us. And I don't think anything's wrong with that. Sometimes you got to pay a tribute of sperm. And I don't think that's wrong at all. But, you know, obviously, uh, they're selling the fantasy. So if the fantasy is these are two healthy people having consensual sex that in no way has any diseases involved, I can see why you would be like, yeah, uh, y'all having AIDS is a turn off for me. I can't jack off to this. Makes perfect sense. True. And yeah, it's just not, it's your fantasy. I don't think people should be judged about, about their fantasies. I think people do that shit way too much. Like, oh, you gonna fetishize me because I'm an Asian woman? It's like, in my mind, that's what I wanna fuck. Yes. So, yeah. I don't know. Stay out of my brain. Like, Duh. ain't like I walked over to you and said, look at you, you know? So, let people have their fantasies. I don't care what it is, as long as it's consensual, it ain't hurting and nobody. safe. Yeah, keep your fantasies in your head, you'll be fine. So if you're, I don't, you shouldn't be politically correct jacking off. That's my, I don't think you should be jacking off like, well, the right thing to do is to recognize that people have different stages of disease and these, this is the choices ah! that these actors would make. If you gotta go through all that, then you're probably not turned on. Yeah, I can guarantee you, cause your mind's thinking too much. Yeah. Anyway, because of this, it would make sense that Falcon Studios would be looking for technology to give people the illusion of bear backing without putting their actors at risk. That does make sense. And that is a lot of money. They gotta to to wait till the price come down on that shit. Or y'all, or else yeah. they're gonna be selling porn takes for seventy dollars a pop. How you gonna pay for that shit? Ain't that the truth? Keep up the good work, and I don't know how in the hell I'm gonna find the time to catch up on premium content. But you two are the reason that the Cage Bird sings from Bumfuck, Oklahoma, gay, black gaytheist pilot. Well, thank you so much. Welcome aboard. Um, and yeah, I, I actually hope you never catch up on premium content because that's what we want. I would rather. Pre- I will feel better if you don't catch up because I'll feel like we did so much that, that you, you are always in the hole. Yeah, you can never catch up because it's so it's so good and, and so, so much. consistent. You know, Kelly writes in feedback. Don't blame Macklemore. Don't blame Macklemore, but the industry that consistently chooses to support mediocrity. Hey, you're right, and Karen. After studying, after studying Macklemore's rise, I understand that people's dislike for Macklemore is much deeper than just a bunch of black people being insecure and bitter about a white guy winning the Grammy over Kendrick Lamar. Macklemore has showed himself time and time again to be nothing more than self-serving and try hard on various occasions. Really? Um, okay. I, I've not heard that, but I don't follow that dude. No, me either. Um, not like that, so I wouldn't know. Yeah, and I also don't care because I don't think his music is good. That good. No. People have so much to say about this dude, and his music is not that Great. good. I found the fact that he would send a private text to Kendrick Lamar, then screenshot it just to post it on Instagram and Twitter account for everyone to see to be a lot less than genuine um, and manipulative. Everything he does, e.g. same love, seems to be more for a pat on the back rather than actually trying to bring about any real change, making it all for show. Gays are props yet again, and we should all be grateful because allies are doing us a favor, waves at Madonna Lady Gaga. I don't think what he's doing is groundbreaking, but rather opportunistic. After all, gay is the new black. Um, 
here's the thing man i just feel like there's nobody you couldn't say this about true so it's like honestly it's i understand and you might even be right i'm not even like i don't know this dude's heart but you almost had to be in his brain to know if it's real or not is all i'm saying and to me he's not worth it to, to other people it might be worth it but to me i i he doesn't he's not worth getting into his head maybe it's all just a marketing scheme if so i think it's mostly a positive one because it's bringing uh to a genre that has typically been very homophobic um and very uh at least mainstream homophobic and very mainstream limited in the topics that people approach and uh i don't mind him speaking on it um but this is the ally problem the ally complex that people have and they will always have um when a person that's a part of a demographic that is not the quote-unquote oppressed demographic speaks up on their behalf or even speaks to the situation out of concern there will always be people that doubt them there will always be people that think they're self-serving there will always be people that don't even trust them true and no matter how many words we wrap around it i think at the at the core of this it is he is not gay he is not a minority and uh he's also not good at he's not better than kendrick and those three things are just like a perfect storm of fuckitude for him he's just he is never he will never live this down nope like it doesn't matter he could fucking stop rapping today because he feels terrible and people would be like oh he stopped rapping because it makes him look good like there's no there's nothing he can do yeah that's not a win-win for him yeah. yeah only if he comes out and says i hate gay people and black people will people be like finally see telling the truth oh lord that's the only way it's the only way when people say he is the first rapper to speak out on gay rights i feel they clearly haven't been paying attention i didn't say that and i don't know that people are thinking that he um is the first rapper uh as far as um hip-hop fans but you probably have some casual fans that only listen. It's like those people that used to only listen to Eminem. Yeah. I bet you, I guarantee you have a lot of those people that only listen to Macklemore and they're like, finally a gay, a rapper speaking out on gay yeah, issues. Yeah, Like they don't listen to anything else. And I think that played a factor too. You have people, like you said, they'll only listen to certain rappers and don't go outside of that genre because for whatever reasons they don't want to or don't like it or whatever then you're like, well, hey, it's more to the music than this. And they look at you like something wrong with you for kind of educating them on it's more than just that one rapper out here. And he definitely is the first with mainstream appeal and success to do it. Now, I can agree with that. If that's what they're saying, they're right. Because who else are you going to count? Like, who's wasting, quote unquote, a single on anything about gay people before this? That ain't that the truth. Motherfuckers just didn't do it you know it was a side show freak show you you know if you even if you were gay it would be like oh this is just a side show listen to this gay dude rap okay back to mob deep you know true kudos for macklemore for calling out hip-hop on this homophobia i guess well is that really a i guess i mean if he did it he did it right the problem is that the industry is not invested in our issues when it's coming from us the industry has set up a space that gives white heteros the privilege and support needed to speak out on social issues that same privilege is not extended to people of colors, gays, and other minority groups because all these people do is complain, right? Uh, by the way, I agree with the last three sentences. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's the bigger discussion that people aren't having, which ain't is, that the truth. it ain't about Macklemore at all. Mm-hmm. I really don't think his name needs to come up to make this point. I honestly think the truth of the matter is 
could a black person have done this and been given the same amount of rope because and and also not just because the industry you know what i mean because people keep saying it's the industry the industry is still driven by fans at the end of the day like yes people you know um big crit was going on tours before he had an official album out yes like if people want to hear something they will find a way yes they will i don't think people want to hear this shit from black people yep. i don't think they want to hear it from gay people nope i think people will listen to it from a white dude and that's yep, sad because they feel up. safe with it coming out of that person's mouth when these other people are like hey we got these issues this i live this life let me talk about it fuck you we don't want to hear nothing you got to say but you can it's, it's almost like you can take the same people are more concerned about the mouth that it comes out of versus who gives it like as long as it's the correct person we'll listen but if you don't look right or you don't act right or we don't like your lifestyle fuck you and everything coming out your mouth and here's an addendum to that i think niggas are scared yes because i don't think he's the only one who could have done it no other motherfuckers could have tried yes other motherfuckers could have made a dope song yes they could have made better music because they're better at rap than him mm-hmm. and they didn't because they were scared of the backlash of what happens if i do this and then all i all of a sudden i lose all my cred where this instead of looking at it as an opportunity they got scared and they didn't do it mm-hmm. and i'm not talking about um like brother ali or something like that i'm saying like why can't like kendrick lamar was at a point last year where he was untouchable why couldn't he have done one of these songs true you know, instead of wasting that terrible song with Mary J. Blige, why couldn't he have done that? Come on now. Um, Kanye West wants to be in the fashion industry. What's gayer than the fashion industry? Yet you won't catch that dude making the song about gay people being able to get married or their rights. True. Any of that shit. So, I mean, and if it's not you, it's not you. But if it, if it's this, uh, if this is opportunistic, niggas could have took this opportunity they didn't want to this yeah. white dude did they left the space wide the folk open mm-hmm. nature abhors a vacuum and dude slid right in with the mediocre album with mediocre skills and got major props and credit and a major award out of it because he was willing to take the chance and i think that is more to the shame of hip-hop because i think what he did was very hip-hop mm-hmm. he put a music out there with a message yes. which is something that hip-hop has always been about it's been about the I plight mean, of people that can't have a voice or don't themselves. get to, yeah don't get to speak out about their issues and he did that and and and, uh, and it's unfortunate that it was him but it was left to him to do because nobody wanted to do this shit that of, of all the thousands of rap albums of all the thousands of singles motherfuckers wasn't trying to do this yep and mixtapes and all other kind of shit come yeah. on now like you know I, i'm not expecting juicy j to do it but no. there were rappers that could have done this that would have been completely i think would have been completely fine doing it mm-hmm. you know people were calling kanye west gay for wearing a dress he had the bars to do it he didn't do it that's right you know what i mean like <laughs> it's just funny to me that 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 it comes down to like well they gave him the room to do it. no anyone could have tried you know, but it, the only people trying are people that are like, they're so low on the totem pole. It, they have no pull anyway to, 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 you know, they have no pull anyway. You know, and I, I think I agree. He was helped by the fact that he's a white dude. He was given a lot of slack. He's given a lot of rope. That's true. But a lot of rappers had to pull to try to do it and they ain't try to do it. Nope. They skipped right on past that one. You know, because they're scared. They're scared yeah, of getting it, labeled as being gay. Yeah, even though there's, these people buy yeah. their stuff, push and promote them and shit like that. This is a genre of music that for years 
had people paralyzed with fear because of the accusation of being the quote-unquote gay rapper i remember when they was just they just had a there's a secret gay rapper there's a secret gay rapper i remember that being a thing and people were like is it jay-z is it ll who's a secret gay rapper nobody ever found out it was just that kind of homophobia was what was driving the industry you know and it was gonna quote-unquote end someone's career you know this is it's crazy but um okay but yeah i but for the record i agree with those last three sentences mm-hmm. i think i think a lot of people would have dismissed it a lot of people would have been mad and a lot of people do dismiss people that quote-unquote complain or speak up you know but uh i just don't think it's only because macklemore is white i think he you know i think there's other rappers that could have done it and they didn't so it was a vacuum of people it was a vacuum for people to support these factors often get ignored and end up portraying us as a negative and unproductive when actually there are and have been gay rappers such as Left, Michael Blanco, Cakes the Killer, and Zebra Cats. But music isn't ready for them, but would rather promote a safe white rapper who was mediocre at best to be their crown savior. I agree. Like, mm-hmm. those dudes might be dope. Um, also, um, they also might not be uh, mainstream enough. And that's true, too. You know what? You know another person that should be ashamed of themselves? Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. Come on now. There's so many people that make money off of gay people in rap and mm. refuse to fucking acknowledge them. Yep. And to me, that's more the shame than anything involving yep. Macklemore. Their whole stick is that, but yet they won't say anything about the the popul the population is supporting and spending money. Yeah. Anyone could. It's just weird to me that people chose to get mad at the Grammys. Like this has been in the making for at least 20 years and of nobody's course. giving a fuck nobody's mm. giving a fuck until a white dude won an award then it was like now it's time to speak on it with that being said macklemore didn't win the grammy the industry did well the, the industry wins all the grammys honestly the grammys <laughs> won the grammys for best performance and con- convincing us all that they give a damn about any of us yeah i never assume they give a damn i'm only in here for these jokes yeah that's i it. think people take it way too, too serious. serious i think people give way too much credence and these think pieces need to go unwritten mm-hmm. uh if it's not a joke what's the point of talking about it ain't that the truth but um seeing 33 people get married on stage and all this shit was probably the coolest thing to happen in hip-hop for a long time in True. my opinion at the end of the day, ratings and advertisements took center stage, not music. It never did. Sorry, Kendrick, but it looks like you're just another black man caught up in the mix. Peace, Kelly. Uh, I agree with you, Kelly. I think, mm-hmm. you know, but I just, I don't know when the Grammys became this thing that hip hop needed to be acknowledged that after they boycotted it that first time. I was already off it. I remember, like, even back then as a kid, I was like, so y'all really not going to have public enemy at the fucking Grammys? Mm-hmm yeah well yeah. this is bullshit yeah and, f- and for many 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 years if people really want to go back in history when it comes to this it took a very long time for hip-hop to even be considered a category and people had to protest and people had to sit out and people had to be like hey our music matters too because for a very very long time it which which it showed you was predominantly white and predominantly older audience it, which it always has been and these are the people that vote and these are the people that have the power and that's just the truth, ain't it? So when I go in, I go, okay, I understand that I'm going into a culture that's predominantly white. If we don't win stuff, I'm okay with that because these people don't care about us anyway. But you bought up a good pump before, but yet niggas want to shit on the BET when this shit is all about us. Right. So it's like you can't have it both ways. Yeah, like, I mean, you got you got people, uh, Naughty by Nature won in 1996. Uh, matter of fact, there was a list of just who hasn't won it. 
and it was like nas hasn't won it tupac never won it big never won it i believe that it's like why are we putting so much credence in this fucking oh i don't get it i don't get it dad's writes in tbgwt feedback show what up rod and karen this is dad's aka kung fu treachery aka kung fu treachery pray for me a friend of mine's birthday is coming up and he has challenged me and some other friends of ours and himself to take what is called a man shot this monday we will be taking shots of 20 i don't even know what this is 225 wait 250,000 scovilles naga chili vodka this vodka contains the dreaded ghost chili pepper in it are you fucking serious dads what are you doing you this is admitted, this is admittedly stupid, but apparently a gallon of milk will be there. In fact, I just Googled the vodka and one of the scriptures says, in fact, this unspeakable 250,000 Scoville vodka is a chili vodka so horrendous. We suggest you don't even purchase it. Please just shut down your computer. What are you thinking, man? That, I mean, if they warn you that that's enough and, um, that's pretty high on that scale. Uh, numbers, I don't, like I said, I just, that's, just the, chi- the, the chili pepper scale or the pepper scale. Yeah, yeah, Scoville's. Yeah. Yes, and that's pretty high. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, it's I don't know stupid. about you, but I like my digestive system, my Combining large intestines, the small intestines, I like it in the function just fine. I do not feel like pissing, um, fire. Yeah. Late, your medium talk with Scott Hanselman was awesome. Thank you, Dash. I appreciate you listening, man. Mm-hmm. I thought Scott was a cool dude, and we also got to talk some scandal. And uh loves talking to me some scandal, so oh, that was a really great interview. Also late, episode six twenty five, Man of Still Convictions with your guest comedian Mike Lawrence, who should be a guest on the Nerd Off someday, please, has had me thinking. Please forgive me in advance. Lame niggas need heroes too. Oh. I get that a lot of people felt that all the old Spider Man that all the old Spider Man movies sucked. Toby was just too neurotic and emotional as Spider-Man. The new one was darker, and yeah, the action and the CGI was a hell of a lot better. Mike wanted the old Spider, the old Superman, and for me, this Superman didn't have much of a personality, but special effects and action were great. Some of those heroes have to be lame. Side note, I know that Man of Steel was better than Avengers, but after seeing it again, nah. Oh, oh, he said Man of Steel was better than Avengers, but now Dad says it's not which i agree with it's not better than avengers yeah when frank miller did the dark knight returns and alan moore did Watchmen, comics got a whole lot darker and comic book fans got a whole lot more cynical the demand for characters to be more realistic affected the writing and creating for years damn near every character got darker people were finding their lovers chopped up in freezers or raped women characters costumes were even skimpier people who never had guns suddenly had two both superman and thor did it at several different points in the 90s wolverine does does right now fuck wolverine guys had spikes shoulder pads pouches and lots and lots of fucking pouches only a handful of characters retain that cheesy corny veneer superman captain america spider-man so on that's what makes the really edgy character stand out the dark knight returns effect has began in cinema and the dark knight trilogy is the catalyst wolverine needs cyclops like ralph Raphael needs leonardo batman needs stick in the mud boy scout superman they can still blow the shit, blow shit the fuck up, but at least put a lot of dialogue where Soup explains why the people dying around him aren't a priority right now. Or hire an actor or director who can express that Clark is carrying the weight of every life being extinguished around Superman during the fight. I'm just saying. Or maybe he's not that guy. You know? Maybe they, they're rewriting the character in a way that he hasn't been written before. True. 
which is something that people i think don't want to accept yeah people when nolan's batman was rewritten in my opinion he was mm-hmm. written by a different author that author being christopher nolan and it wasn't the same as any batman i've read in the comic book and i enjoyed it but i accept it for this is just existing in this universe it doesn't need to be connected um, to anything right the Batman trilogy was great, but the tone fit the character. We don't need everything to be dark and moody for every character to be all fucking tortured to be relatable and real. That's why I'm glad the Marvel movies are so light and fun and well fun. Uh, well, all the Marvel movies aren't, but also one thing I would say though, if you're going to combine these universes, you're probably going to have to have some common themes and darkness might be one of them. True. Like it, it almost wouldn't make sense for Brian Shite, shiny, bright Superman comical relief superman to just show up in gotham you know or however they're going to do this next movie true not that i'm that uh, enthused about it yeah spider-man's greatest superpower guilt spider-man isn't the guy who was looking going going looking for revenge on the guy who killed his uncle spider-man is the guy who when he tried to get his swag on for the first time in his life it led to him letting the guy who robbed the wrestler promoter go since that guy killed his uncle, Spidey damn near blames himself for everything. In his mind, he killed his uncle by not being responsible. I found that relatable in the character. I liked Amazing Spider-Man for many reasons. And for whatever that says about me, that quality in the character is what I missed. Eh, well, I mean, there's nothing wrong. He said, thanks for letting me rant. All right, niggas, KFT. Yeah, nothing wrong. I think there's all kinds of different types. And I think someone like you got three Spider-Man movies I only think it's weird when they won't let me get my three. You see what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I, I have like I sat through your three versions of Spider-Man with the corny, geeky, laughing, shiny Spider-Man, and now I want my little bit darker Spider-Man, a little bit more jaded with some more action. I'm sorry, but I'm not going to not enjoy these movies. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, like I want my Man of Steel Super Saiyan. And I'm just going to enjoy it. I don't, yeah, I don't need to. I don't think short his gold, his head in turn gold. Right. There's never going to be a perfect representation in a movie because there's literally too much comic book uh, backlog that contradicts itself. They've done so much shit to sell these characters to so many different generations. There, You can literally come up with seven times Superman killed somebody. Easily. And fought in the middle of the city and yeah. tow shit up. You can come up with when Spider Man hasn't been geeky or when he left Mary Jane or when you know, you can come up with a bunch of shit. Um Sterling writes in, listen listen to feedback and shit. Hey Rod and Karen, it's Sterling of the Gaming and Then Some podcast and also the number one New York Giants fan of the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. Just wanted to drop a line to say congratulations to becoming official business folk. Y'all are really inspirational to people starting out in this podcast world like me. If it wasn't for y'all, I wouldn't have known black folk podcasted at all. Also, thanks for having that promo code for Tweaked Audio. I just got a new pair of headphones for the new phone I bought this week. I'm about to pick me up a pair of those Eddies for podcasting. They got some new around-the-ear studio ones that seem awesome. And finally, I remember you talking about skinheads that just weren't white people on the show this week. We had them back in New Jersey decades ago. They were called Sharp, Skinheads Against Racial Prejudice. Yep, they were like the Rainbow Coalition with suspenders and Birkenstocks. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's all for now keep up the great work oh and hope i get nominated f- and win that damn tippy peace thank you sterling for right now appreciate you bruh we do um it's been cool man this has been a good episode we'll be back at three for all the people that are our mm-hmm. premium subscribers mm-hmm. uh we for got a nerd off. off with chris and uh actually three classy uh aaron from uh, the black astronauts podcast so Woo-hoo! 
Uh, we'll be talking about a bunch of new news then. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow at 10 for all the people that aren't premium. Um, and, uh, we'll be, have Brandy back and we're going to talk about this great article I read about a white woman who felt uncomfortable about a black woman being in her yoga class. Oh, and we shit. thought, who better to talk about it than someone with a lot of yoga experience and a lot of experience being black. So, uh, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow or later on this afternoon. Until then, I love you. You too, baby. Mwah. Mwah.